Welcome to the More Than Hearers podcast. I'm tired. I'm Orion. I'm really tired, though. This is going to be rough. Rough? Probably. My eyes are closing. No, I'm looking at you. They're open. They're cl- oh wait, they closed. They well, that's called blinking. But, oh, sorry. But they're cl- <laughs> I'm fighting this. With me, as always, or I'm I, I'm like with him. Always. I think I'm with you. Cool. That's Peter. Uh, we're gonna talk Bible on this show like we usually do, and you're gonna listen. Oh, I'm getting I'm getting an attitude in my sleepy I, stage. Yeah, you're telling people what to do now. My mom used to call me Punchy. I don't think I ever told you this was my nickname when I was a kid. I didn't know. She called me Punchy. Yeah, my favorite childhood nickname. And then I would come to know later that that is what you call someone when they've been beat about the head so much <laughs> that they get like dopey. Yeah, they're brain damaged. Yeah, concussed. Yeah, and she, mom, why you call me concussed? Uh, she said it's because when I get tired, I get really good. All right. So hopefully something good comes out of this, but I'm fading. We need to caffeinate you. Mm. What well, episode forty six? Yes. Okay. Uh, we got an email address. You can contact us podcast at morethanhearers.com. We got Facebook. Facebook.com slash more than hearers. Instagram page. Are you up on that still? Are you doing stuff with it? Yeah, the last thing was a video of me rapping. That was great. You, yeah? That was fantastic. I can't watch it anymore. Well, I'm sure you've watched it enough, but it's so good. Yeah, thank you. It's so good. If you haven't seen, you need to go to the Instagram. It's also on the Facebook and page. And the Facebook. You need to go to both because once is not enough. And see Peter rap on stage with... Newsboys United, members of DC Talk, and the Newsboys in front of a live audience. Amazing. Uh, so so pleased to see that. It happened. Uh, okay, so the Instagram's at More Than Hearers. Um, we're on Twitter individually if you want to message us. You can ask questions. We can, um, we can answer them. You can tell us things one, dire- one, like, one directionally. I don't know what one I'm, direction? Yeah. Uh, that's not what you were thinking no. of. Uh, he's at MTH underscore Peter. I'm at Orion Plays Music, and I'll probably try to sell you on some of the music I'm making on there because I seem to do that with the self-promotion thing. Anyway, review us on your podcast app um, favorably, preferably. Don't even review it if you're not going to leave a good one. Uh, how about that? That's, that's a good idea. Do whatever you want. It's a free country. If you're listening in America. I don't know what other countries are free because I'm ignorant. And then uh, you can donate all of them? No, a lot of them. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I, just maybe. Don't, I don't know. Should we still be bragging about that? This is a free country? It's like, yeah, so is like pretty much every other. Yeah, there's a lot of countries that are free. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Good for all of us. And then donations, if you want to uh, like, you know, buy me some coffee. No, I won't drink it. But uh, tea. Green tea, tea ice cream. Please. Oh, man, I love green tea ice Please cream. Please buy us a voucher for green tea w- ice cream. Should we do a remote recording at the ice cream store? Because they have green tea ice cream. Which one are you thinking? Uh, I know Marianne's. I think Marianne's has it. There's an ice cream store locally that sells Marianne's ice cream. Green, it's in Brindale. Green tea? Wait, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna I would give the moment. location, but half our listeners, all four of them, <laughs> the half of our listener base, I think we have eight listeners, uh, maybe don't live locally. Why do we have 11 reviews? Oh, because two of us? Yeah. Plus, <laughs> plus eight and my wife. Uh, all right. Eleven. Yeah. You did it. We, we sussed it out. Oh, man. Um, Go ahead. Did I forget anything else? No. 
donations. Oh yeah, in you order can to you can donate it. Yeah, I was in the middle of that. Uh, PayPal podcast at morethanhearers.com. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, uh, Peter and I have been talking here before we started recording for a while, and I've been I've been fading since the moment he walked in the the door of the studio. So anyway, sorry, I should have started this a while ago. How are you? Apparently, I'm boring. Not at all. I'm putting you to sleep. Nope, that's uh, not it. You know? You sure? I'm sure. Okay. I had a fly buzzing around me all day. I had the day off, and this fly just harangued me all day. And uh, all the swatting, you know. I don't know. That's probably not it. Maybe. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I, flies are awful creatures. Yes. Sorry, God. The Lord gave me a thorn in my flesh <laughs> to torment me. And three times I asked that it be taken from me. And God said, my grace is sufficient for you. Thank you. Thank you for that scripture. Maybe that's prophetic. I don't know. Maybe. All these things work together for good. Thank to you for the God. platitude scriptures okay, sorry. in my time of trials. Hey, so for the second time in the 46, did I get the right? Yeah, 46 mm-hmm. more than hearers episodes. We didn't finish a whole chapter in an episode. That's right. And I don't even remember where we left off, so I'm glad you took notes. We left off in the middle of Luke 22. We're in verse 39 if you want to grab a Bible, unless you're driving, in which case, please don't grab your Bible. Although if you're in the passenger seat, by all means, grab a Bible uh, or a digital device or whatever you got. Follow along. I, that's my thing. It's a thing for yeah, me. Yeah, I like it. I like people following along. I like that that's your thing. Because otherwise, I could tell you whatever I wanted that it said. And I'd, I'd like you to hold me accountable. Plus, I got Orion here. He's following along, too. I hope. If I can keep my eyes open. You're cruising Facebook? I do. No, I have a Bible open here. Okay, I just check it. That's fine. <laughs> You're never really on Facebook anyway. <laughs> so we're in Luke chapter 22, starting in verse 39. And, and just as a reference, we ended the last episode where we ended in Luke 22... Jesus and the disciples have been together. Judas has agreed to betray Jesus. And then Jesus goes, oh, let's let's bounce. That's not the actual, that's a paraphrase. The message might say let's bounce. I don't know. But he says, uh, let's go. And so verse 39, Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives and his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, pray that you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down and prayed. We were just talking about this already. We were. Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. I don't want to dwell on this, but I got to dwell on this, man. Well, you got to roll back to the beginning first. Oh, go ahead. What's this whole went out as usual to the Mount of Olives? Like that was his that was chill his, joint? Yeah, that was his place. But they were all with him. Yeah. Or at least this time. I mean, they, yeah, he liked to go there. Okay. He'd been there other times. Okay. He Did prayed, he yeah. preach from there? I, I don't remember. Isn't there a sermon like the Mount of Olives? Uh, the Olivet? Sermon on the Mount, but I don't know if it's the Mount of well, Olives. Well, it's called the Olivet Discourse, right? Yeah. Isn't that because it's the Mount of Olives? Maybe. I think. I, I think I'm right on this one. You're probably right. Anyway. He's been here before. Okay. It's his it's his place. It's his usual spot, yeah. Yeah, it's like where Jesus likes to hang. Like I, I hung at the mall for a while as a teenager. As usual. So as, yeah, as usual, my, Peter was my would, spot. Yeah. yeah. Peter withdrew to the mall as was his custom. <laughs> I don't know, I couldn't remember. <laughs> I closed the screen. I uh, went out as usual to the mall. Yeah. So um 
Yeah. That's the thing. Is okay. that the thing you wanted to yeah. circle back to? Um, the one I wanted to point out more than anything else is verse 44. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. I can't tell you how many times I've been in church and people have gone, Jesus sweat blood in the garden. I've heard it hundreds of times. I just imagine this red-faced dude just like so smeared. like it's like. it's And then people who like read some it, medical dictionary, and they're like, it's possible it under happen. extreme stress yep. to sweat blood. Yep. Imagine the stress Jesus was going through. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but. But that's not, it says like <laughs> drops of blood falling on the ground. This is a, a simile. Yes, like or as. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's a, it's a grammatical cron- construct. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's using uh, something to be like another thing. It's evoking a, a type of imagery yeah. that is not literal. Yeah. Simile. So if I just ruined your understanding of Jesus in the garden, I apologize. But eh, truth of scripture is the truth of scripture. Let's run with it. I'd rather have the truth. Ah, really? I told a friend recently. It's about that whole like telling someone what the thing you think you want. The thing I'm going to tell you what I think you want to hear. Right. That whole thing. It's really a myth because nobody knows what somebody else wants to hear. Right. They're just projecting something on themselves. So I said I would rather hear the ugly truth than some beautiful lie. Tell, tell me the truth. This is so relevant to our lives. I don't know that it comes through on the podcast, but man, I'm so there. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I want to be about truth in, in every way, and particularly in the scripture. I think that's part of the motivation behind this podcast is what does it actually say? Because I grew up around church. We were just talking about this too. Um, I grew up around church and there were a lot of things I was told that the Bible said that it doesn't say. And so let's talk about what it does say. It says that his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. That's enough for me. Easy. If he's not bleeding out his forehead, I'm totally fine. That's almost a little weird. So um, the other thing... Um, is this whole Jesus praying, Father, if you're willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will but yours be done. <laughs> I, in, our, in our prep conversation, which wasn't even trying to be about this, you had, you had said something to the effect of he prayed to himself, uh, if, if it's my will, don't let me, you know. I, I, don't, I don't want to do, do this, this, yet not as I will, but, but as I will. Yes, I got a kick out of that. It's so... <laughs> it's so the the I don't want to say the duality because I think that's that doesn't do it. I feel uh, like okay, service. We need to understand that word. The, the, the duality of Jesus. I, I, there's nothing wrong with that because duality doesn't mean that these things are against each other. They're just happening at the same time. I'd like to take this opportunity to say because people will, will say um, I feel, they have a hard time rationalizing. The divinity of Jesus, his godness with his manness. So most people can accept one or the other. Sure. Very it's very difficult to rationalize both. Right. Yeah. And and I'm gonna I'm gonna make it sound stupid and someone's gonna think, no, that's wrong or whatever, but it's not it's not that hard. It's it's almost like it is a brown cardboard box like it's both brown and made of cardboard like it's yeah he's he was a man 
and he was God. I know neither God nor man are colors, uh, but God transcends material. So, like, what are we doing here? Like, it's and they're not against each other. Like, I mean, yeah, we know that the flesh is at war with the spirit, but Jesus didn't have that issue. So, anyway, we make too big of a deal out of that. Like, well, well you know, both man and God, and then and then duality doesn't need to be combative. Like, some someone can be two things that are uh, reconcilable. That's the, I guess the word. We're just reconciling. I have no problem reconciling his godness and his manness. The example I was going to use, uh, you work on computers. Uh, yeah, I work with them. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. yeah not I use them to work. You work on <laughs> a computer. The work you do is on a computer. Sure. That's you don't good. work on the computer. Not so much. But you work on a computer. Yeah. Okay. Do you use a printer? Uh, sometimes I print. You, on paper? Yes. When you do this, how, uh, how do you buy paper? Uh, Quantity wise, the you buy it by the ream or by the box. I mean, a box of box of packages. Yeah, a box of Of, multiple reams of a case of paper. Right, case. Yeah. What's the box made out of? Uh, I guess cardboard paper. Yeah, there you Uh, go. Paper. Paper. I I see what you're doing to me. It's a box of paper, but at the same time, it is paper. Yeah, the whole thing is paper except for the little plastic band and maybe a couple staples. If you have that, or the glue, unless it fell off. Ah, but but it's paper that also contains paper. Sure. It's very weird, like but that. it's truth. It just is what it is. It's fine. And there's never going to be, there's no perfect metaphor. No. But it, we're trying. We're trying to help. No, because what is anything but atoms that uh, contains atoms? Oh, oh even better. <laughs> now you've messed it all up. Okay. Verse 44, when he rose from prayer, he went back to the disciples and he found them asleep because they're a lot like Orion. Oh, no. He found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. I don't know how I never saw that before. Yeah, that's different than what I've got. What do you have? <laughs> I'm what just version tired. are you in? No, no, I'm just oh, tired. <laughs> oh, I was like, what? I'm not sad. I'm not sad. Oh, you're just tired. Yeah. Uh, you're a little sad about the fly. Uh, not anymore, I mean. Okay, fine. When he rose from prayer, he went back to the disciples, and he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping, he asked them. Get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. And while he was still speaking, a crowd came up, and the man who was called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He approached Jesus to kiss him, but Jesus asked him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? When Jesus' followers saw what was going to happen, they said, Lord, should we strike with our swords? Because if you remember from the last episode, somebody was like, hey, here's two swords. And Jesus was like, that's enough. That's enough swords. Uh, So they're (laughs) like, hey, is this sword time? And uh, one of them struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his right ear. But Jesus answered, no more of this. If you're reading along, it's got an exclamation point. I just don't want to yell into the microphone. And he touched the man's ear and he healed him. That's so crazy to me. That whole thing is crazy. Most of us know from other uh, gospel accounts, Peter's the guy who uh, cut off the dude's ear. Um, I was going to call him a name, but I won't. We need, um, we need to address, though, I think, that this is the second time that peter has become satan in the flesh is that too bold uh i'm in a weird place with this man so you go ahead what's the what's the previous time that i'm talking about the transfiguration no no uh going down to jerusalem yeah jesus goes hey everybody i gotta go down here and uh they're gonna you know kill me and Peter says, that's never going to happen. No. Yeah. May never be here. I don't know if that was. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how he said it. Heaven forbid. Yeah. And uh, 
Yeah, something to the effect of, I won't let them. And Jesus says, get behind me, Satan. Oh, man. Because that defense that Peter put up, that I love Jesus so much, I'm going to defend him from dying. His will. His, his, the fulfillment of the promise of his own prophecy of, of, of everything. Yeah. Peter was going to get in the way if he had, if he had his way, he was going to stand between Jesus's death and our salvation and all that stuff. I mean, like he's going to put the, the roadblock there. And, and so in hindsight, we're like, Hey, hey, uh, let him go. You know, like it's good things here. But Jesus in the moment rebukes him. This is the second time he's done this. He's done say He didn't get it before and he still doesn't get it. And he goes, I'm going to fight to the death to make sure you don't die. But the death of Jesus is our life. The resurrection of Jesus is our life. But the death needs to happen first. The death is, is the atonement for our sin. The resurrection is the conquering of the death that shows that we have future life. I don't like this this going on here. I used to think, yeah, yeah, cool for Peter. Like, good for him. He's like a fighter. But no, this is this is what Satan's will was. That's it. Sorry, I messed you up, I think. No, you did a little. I'm going to be honest. Um, but just, just in my own personal stuff, man, I, I don't know how much of it comes out in the podcast, but um, that's so good. It's so good. I don't even, I got nothing. Um, Jesus, verse 52. Jesus said to the chief priests, the officers of the temple guard, and the elders who had come for him, Am I leading a rebellion that you've come with swords and clubs? Every day I was with you in the temple courts, and you didn't lay a hand on me. But this is your hour when darkness reigns. I love this because we've been, uh, last few episodes, we've been going through the timeline between Palm Sunday and this moment. And Jesus, uh, we've had these several experiences where they're trying to trap him with words or whatever, and he just blows their minds. And it says uh, they withdrew for a more opportune time or they couldn't do anything to him because the people would revolt. Yeah. And so they catch him alone on the Mount of Olives, praying with his homies who are dozing off. And now is when they wrap him up and he goes, you had all week to arrest me. I've been in town. You chickens. I haven't been hard to find. Right. Do you got to come now when darkness reigns, like at night where nobody's around? And you brought swords and clubs? Get over it. You want me? Let's go. He'd be calling them chicken manure in uh, the current uh, vernacular. Oh, man. (laughs) 54. Then seizing him, they led him away and took him to the house of the high priest. Peter followed at a distance. And when some there had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat down together, Peter sat down with them. And a servant girl saw him seated there in the firelight. And she looked closely uh, closely at him and she said, this man was with him. But he denied it. Woman, I don't know him, he said. A little later, someone else saw him and said, you're also one of them. Man, I am not, Peter replied. And about an hour later, another asserted, certainly this fellow was with him, for he's a Galilean. Peter replied, man, I don't know what you're talking about. And just as he was speaking, the rooster crowed. It says, the Lord turned and looked straight at Peter, and then Peter remembered the word the Lord had spoken to him. Before the rooster crows today, you will disown me three times. And he went outside and he wept bitterly. This is, um, I think, 
I think the scene is done like completely accurately in the the Passion of the Christ. I think it's pretty good, yeah. And in seeing it, it's like it seems like oh no, that's too perfect. Like the way that just went down, like that's that works for a movie or whatever. But it it really is picturesque. The flow of it. It's based like, on the book. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but the, but <laughs> but it, it's the way that like, Jesus was still in view. At the, you know, yeah. To be able to see this and like I. I'm probably making light of it, but Jesus knew this was coming. He wasn't surprised by this at all. Peter was surprised by it, even though he was told that he was going to do it, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, but then here, Jesus, like, he gives him that look, like, like that's... Told you that's so. The, <laughs> that's the look. That's the look he shoots him. Uh-huh. Like, raises one eyebrow, like, uh-huh. what a, would never disown you who, huh? Yeah, no, just, he's probably not. You know, we're really hard on this dude. A lot. A lot. Like, I'm specifically hard on him. You're his namesake. Uh, it's part or he's of it. your... I don't know how that works. I don't know how that works either. It doesn't matter. I, and I was sharing with somebody else recently in a conversation. I'm probably really hard on this guy because I see myself in him so much. I'm there. You know, just hours before, in defense of Jesus, he lops off some dude's ear and Jesus goes, Enough! And cleans up his mess. Like, has to put an ear back on. Cleans up his mess. Peter's got to be like... Over the last 12 hours, he can't do anything right. Right. Jesus is like, I'm going to wash everybody's feet. And Peter goes, nah, not mine. <laughs> Jesus goes, fine. No part of me. Oh, oh, wait. Wash everything. Wash all my feet. Like, he just keeps, like, every time he tries to be bold or to be whatever. He's on the wrong page. Yeah. Every and so time. then, in the courtyard, he's at least got to make sure Jesus is okay. He follows to where he's going. He's hanging out. And people are like, you're with him. You're with him. And he's like... And I, I can't, I, I'm not with him. I'm just not. For whatever reason. One, I don't want to get arrested. Two, I don't want to get killed. Three, I've just, I've done everything wrong I can do. I don't know the guy. And then Rooster crows and he's like, and I don't even know how to do anything right. <laughs> and it says, he went outside the city and he wept bitterly. Yeah. That's about all. I, did he finally find the end of himself? I think he finally, so. He ran out of him. I think so. Okay, good. Yeah. Good good for all of us to do that sooner or later. And I love, and I don't even remember if it's in Luke's gospel or not. We'll find out in the next week or two, but I love the restoration of Peter that Jesus does. Oh, yeah. Like, like when he runs into the women at the tomb, they come to embalm him or whatever, and, and uh, they run into him there, and he goes, go tell the brothers and Peter. Like, he's like, he's a little unstable. He's a little messed up right now. Make sure you let him know. I just love it. That's I love the heart stuff. of Jesus. Jesus is a thoughtful dude. The focus shifts. The men who were guarding Jesus began mocking him and beating him, and they blindfolded him and demanded, Prophesy, who hit you? And they said many insulting things to him. And at daybreak, the council of the elders of the people, both the chief priests and the teachers of the law, met together, and Jesus was led before them. If you are the Messiah, they said, tell us. And Jesus answered, I love this, If I tell you, you will not believe me. And if I asked you, you would not answer. But from now on, the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of the mighty God. They asked, are you then the Son of God? He replied, you say that I am. (laughs) Then they said, why do we need any more testimony? We've heard it from his own lips. We're done with this guy. And have you ever been like in an argument with somebody and as you're arguing with them, you realize 
I'm never going to convince these people. They've had, they've made their mind up and what's going to happen is going to happen. And continuing this argument is just going to prolong it and never resolve it. And Jesus had been uh, over the the previous week leading up to this, all these instances and over the last few episodes we've talked about, you know, um, is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar and all these other things where they're trying to back Jesus into a corner constantly. And he keeps responding with things they can't argue with. And now he's hit this point where they've got him cornered and um, they go, this is how we see it. And he just goes, you know what? I'm not going to argue with you. I have proven you wrong at every turn. It doesn't matter. And at the same time, based on his prayer in the garden, he knows that what's going to happen has got to happen. And you ever resign yourself to something? You go, there's no point in delaying this any longer. I never jumped out of an airplane, but I got to figure out it's going to be agonizing if I ever do it. Till that moment of, I've got to stand in the door. You know what I mean? Yep. It's... It's um but but here his agony was dealing with us again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was the agony of Christ was <laughs> putting up with all of this mess. Pray that so you don't fall into temptation and what's the first thing that happens? Somebody falls into temptation. And he's frustrated with I got to think he's frustrated with the 12 especially Peter, who's out there denying him and making eye contact. And he's frustrated with, I've got to answer to people I created. It's, it's such a crazy thing, the whole idea of Jesus' trial and everything. Of He's the very God incarnate. He's the creator of the universe. None of these people would exist apart from him. Nothing, nothing that uh, was, made, uh, was made apart from him. Yeah. yeah. And they're demanding answers of him. Oh, man, how arrogant. And he even gives them, even the answer that he gives them, like, they didn't deserve. No, uh uh-uh. He's, like, generous even here. Uh, If I tell you, you're not going to believe me. And if I asked you, you wouldn't answer. He goes, there's no point in having this discussion. From now on, the Son of Man is going to be seated at the right hand of the mighty God. Are you the Son of God, then? You said I was. And like sits back and folds his hands and is like, let's just do this thing. Mm-hmm. Let's get on with it. And as hard as this is to read and as hard as it is to reconcile and we want to be on the side of Jesus and we want to be indignant for him, we almost want to pick up swords and start lopping off ears on behalf of him. If he doesn't go through with this, we have no redemption. If he doesn't go through with this, we have no sanctification. If he doesn't go through with this, we cannot be made right with God. This must happen to preserve all holiness in our lives.